0: You're listening to Station F, the podcast. From the world's largest startup campus in Paris.
1: Hello, I'm Roxanne Varza, director at Station F, the world's largest startup campus located in central Paris. Uh, welcome back to the podcast. We have a new location this week, uh, Anti Café, which is our co-working coffee shop. So welcome to the podcast. Um, We decided that since recently we had the CES in Vegas, so Consumer Electronics Show in Vegas, it was a good time to talk about startup events and startups attending different kinds of events. Um, There were 4,500 companies Uh, that we're exhibiting at the conference, including some station nav startups. We'll have a chance to talk to a few. But a lot of startups are asking, should we go to big trade shows like CES, like Web Summit, like Slush, like Viva Tech that we have in Paris? Um, And also, is it worth the time and energy and money to attend these big trade shows? So when you go to conferences, obviously you meet a lot of people, um, but it's very costly. And there's a lot of hype and a very questionable value add. So how much value or ROI are you actually getting out of it? I think a lot, of, a lot of what people heard about CES was just about that smart potato that some of you may have come across. Is it a brilliant invention, a silly invention, um, and did it contribute at all to the discussion? I don't know. Um, but actually, with regards to events, I'm personally really torn. Um, I don't know, should startups be spending their time attending the likes of CES or not? So we're going to talk about that today. Um, We have some great guests with us. So Emric Vidard, who is the co-founder and CEO of Artiris Parfum, an alumni uh, from the EDX program at Station F. And actually, I got a chance to check out uh, the device that uh, that you built a while ago, Emric, and I absolutely loved it. So we'll get a chance to talk about that. Um, We also have... Khaled Celie, who is the co-founder and MD of Airway Bill, a startup building a peer-to-peer shipping platform, um, and we also have Clémence Demerliak, who is the founder of AdaLog, a startup using AI to automate the curation of user-generated content. So, hey guys, great Hi. to have you with us. Hi, Hello, Um Mike, I'm going to kick it off with you because you were at CES actually uh, this this year and also you've been there in previous years. So first of all, I just want to know what are just your general thoughts on CES? Obviously, if you went back, I'm assuming you liked it.
2: Yes, well, CES is a a large event, a massive event, uh, where I think all the tech uh, companies are uh, going. You have many, many major companies attending, uh, visiting the CES to see what are the next invention on the market. of course, it's mainly international. Uh, French people are there, but it's massively uh, Asian uh, uh, visitors, uh, American visitors. So for us, uh, we went there two times. Uh, we had the chance to go there because we were selected by the French Tech and the Business France. So we were at a at a location which has a lot of visitors and a lot of focus. Um, so for us, that, that were actually a very uh, good chance. We had very, very positive uh, uh, meetings over there, uh, very good feedbacks last year, and that's why we, we went back actually this year. Went it back. is costly, as you said. Uh, so, how much? That's very, give me, that's me a number. How, much, for how us. much
1: does it cost for a startup to attend?
2: Uh, roughly, you can count 15,000 euros. Ah, um, huge. And yeah, do it's you huge. feel
1: that it's actually worth that 15K?
2: It is actually worse yeah. Okay. I think it depends where you stand in terms of development, what you're looking for. You need to be very clear actually when you attend such a fair on what are your targets uh, and what do you want to do there. If you just go there, uh, it's useless.
1: So what were your targets?
2: Um, the f- well, we had different targets. The first year, well, we're coming from the perfume industry, we're nobody in the tech industry. Um, we were coming with a big innovation. Uh, and for us, actually, the target was to get PR, to get press. And to emerge and be visible in the tech industry, we got an innovation award over there uh, for perfume industry. Getting an innovation award at the CES, it gave us a boost of visibility. We had lots of press last year, um, so for us, the objective uh, and what we spent actually to be there, uh, meeting many, many major accounts was uh, super positive. And this year, actually, we went there. We we're launching in the summer, so the the target for us was a bit different. We we're really you know, six months before the launch of our product. So that was more into commercial discussion, distributor discussion, uh, and finalizing deals with uh, with big accounts.
1: Great, and Clemence and Khaled, I don't think either of you attended. Why not?
0: CS actually, yeah, Clemence.
3: No, uh, um, so I mean Adelong is a is a software. Uh, in my perspective, CS is more targeting um, IoT hardware, and I, I think like it not necessarily the right place for a software provider
0: yeah i th- i thought the same uh and we've been lucky uh, since the beginning since like 2017 uh, we started by um you know i was coming from pharma industry and my co-founder is from research so we know the conventions are very important they're very um they're giving very big value in the in the outcome but coming from tech we weren't that lucky to have station f and to be in such an ecosystem yet So we said, okay, let's go and see what what tech uh, conventions can offer. So we were invited by, we were featured actually. We applied to Jitex Future Stars in Dubai. We said, it's a very big regional event. We'll see how the things will go. And actually, yeah, we got very good results because, you know, um, it's the first time you did software. You don't know how the things are going. Everything is still not in the physical world. So you find yourself suddenly after getting selected, you find... Your software, or your logo, or your startup is being something real in the physical world, and uh, the footfall—the footfall is like full of investors, full of the press, full of customers. Because if you're a B two B B two C uh, product, or even if you're B two B, those conventions are full of potential customers, full of potential users that can really acquire early your product and give you a very early feedback on how the things. So could. I think it's
1: interesting. Um, you talk about potential customers, potential. Uh, you know, audience that you guys could generate there, but actually, how much of it materializes? How, mon- how many customers do you actually get after a Yeah, actually,
0: like at uh, JITEX, for example, we had uh, someone passing by. He said, Ah, what's this app? He downloaded the app and then he found something to buy and carry while he's going back to his country. And then he passed by the second day and he said, You know what? The thing that I got for this person, this person was a colleague at my school and I didn't know that this app is there. I didn't know that. Uh, people are there using the thing so yeah you see like direct feedback and uh, the good thing is that you see things going out so my very first interview with media international media was done at Web Summit in 2017 when we went. So after we finished Zitex, we went to Web Summit and we found that same thing going even more because Web Summit is an international event. It has very big coverage. It had very big uh, presence from uh, everyone. So yeah, this is uh, how the things goes. Uh, We had international media interviews. We spoke to the first time in 2017 Web Summit, we talked to 15 investors. Suddenly, 15 pitches without doing this practice before, for sure, it made us be very well-practicing. Interesting. So,
1: Clémence, you said you didn't go to CES because it's not for software companies. Web Summit, is it for software companies?
3: Yeah, I think, like, um, yeah, so we attended a Web Summit once and VivaTech twice, and also we did some specialized uh, trade show. Um, Yeah, I think, like, Web Summit, there are it's more generalists are like software, IOT, and what we liked about Web Summit was very like an international exposure. You have a a good uh, balance between investor, corporate, and also, among the corporates you have like the people like who have um, a decision power, which I think was very interesting for us. And yes, Web Summit, what was interesting, uh, I thought was it's very like, it's well organized, a lot of activities around the trade show where you can go and meet other people and also on the trade show everything is organized by industry so that for visitors it's really when they're looking for something about media and entertainment or health tech everything is organized by vertical so it makes it easy to connect with the right person. Great and so
1: I'm wondering actually how do you prepare uh, when you want to attend or, or participate in one of these events. So I mean, give me an idea, what did yeah. you guys do to prepare for CES?
2: Well, as you say, when you attend a, a show, uh, there is a lot of things to, to prepare. Uh, you need to, to ensure that the money you're going to spend, we, we, sp- we talk about the, the investment. Uh, of course, in France, we have the chance that there are a lot of costs also that can be, you can get subsidies on, for example, when you do a CES, uh, you can have the A3P, which is that help from the government to, to, to go in, a, uh, a, in the export market and uh, be able to, uh, to attend those fairs. So um, what you need to prepare mainly is to ensure that, well, first of all, that you, you, you disclose your product correctly, uh, but also that you protect everything uh, before going to a show. Because we, everybody, when you are a startup, you need to be very, very clear on the fact that the first time you attend a show, all your competition is going to look at you. And that's the moment where, actually, we, we, we live in a very large world. And actually, all the Chinese, all the Asians, all the U.S., all the competition will look at what you're doing. And if you've not protected everything, actually, you can just, you know, very lose interesting. your project. That's the so first time I'm hearing that. Yeah. So, so that's super important, I think. You know, when you start, you know, disclosing things, you need to be sure of what you are going to disclose, what you will never talk about into your booth because that's patented, that's protected, you don't want people to know what is behind. And you need to be clear when people ask you, because everybody is going to come and ask you. So, you know, when you are, you have your startup, you want to say, you know, all the good things you've done, but you need to ensure that you are not exposing yourself to lose your concept and people will go, you know, much faster than you. So so that's also a risk when you go to uh, such a show, I think, and everybody and every startup should very be careful with that. When you prepare, you need to prepare to ensure that what you're going to disclose wi- is protected and that you know what you're going to talk about. Then the, the next thing is to know what you are uh, looking for in the, in the event. Are you looking for uh, press coverage, as you were saying? Are, are you looking for investors? Are you looking for uh, closing sales? Um, are you heading for a big account? Or uh, That's something which is very, very important because you have to be super focused when you are there. You need to organize also your team. Uh, because there are so many people attending so many people passing people, you know, they will just go in your booth discuss uh, 30 minutes for nothing so you don't have 30 minutes to lose when you are in that event because maybe, you know, the 30 minutes you're spending with that person you have three big accounts which uh, pass by and they didn't stop because of that so you need to ensure that you have an, a, a sufficient amount of people on your booth to be able actually to and, and, and that everybody has a role so one person should scoot, you know who is coming by, if there is, you have to look on all the badges, you know, is there any target that is passing by that you have to stop and bring on the booth. Then you need to have another person who will be really focused actually on presenting and ideally a third person who will be closing the deal if necessary. So you need to be at least three or four people. Otherwise, it's super exhausting and you won't actually have the time to do and be focused on your, on very your targets. Very
1: interesting. You yeah. guys sound like you have a very targeted, yeah. focused approach. Yeah. And Clemence and Khaled, i see say both of you shaking your heads. Yeah. You guys feel the same?
3: Yeah, exactly. Uh, I totally agree. Uh, first, it's defining your goal. Is it for more like awareness, PR, communication? Or is it for business that you are attending this trade show? and this will impact your preparation, what you will do during the show, and after the show, the follow-up, because the show is not the two days of the show, it's a couple of days before, couple of days before, so it's a lot of work. And during the, and all of that, I mean, with your goal, how you will coach your team on your booth. Like it's it's true that there are so many like other startups and people coming just to, to spy what you're doing and you need to make sure like to clarify with your staff on the booth how much time they will spend with each person passing by your your booth, it's uh, So there's a
1: real consciousness of spying and stealing ideas and protecting your ideas, very interesting. I'm also wondering, because I heard heard several times, you have to decide Mm -hmm. what you want to do and focus on one, but can you not essentially do all of them at the same time, generate PR, meet customers? Uh, Is that not possible?
0: Yeah, actually, uh, like at the end of every day, you lose your voice. All those guys standing (laughs) on the booth, uh, they just have no voice at all, and they Mm. just tend to wait for the second day. Actually, the first thing we do in preparations is is, uh, something uh, that I would like to share with everyone who didn't still attend uh, events or who's who's looking forward. Uh, In every event, um, there is startup tracks and this is something we saw it much more beneficial than just going and attending the event so just getting a ticket and going as as everyone is going is not uh, the best thing we saw that applying to startup track uh, and getting selected and featured by any any event, this gives you much more perks, um, uh, it gives you much more exposure, and you will, you will be able to leverage what you're already investing. So if you already spend the flight ticket, if you already spend the hotel uh, nights that you will be going, so it's much better to even leverage that with much more things. Um, in the preparations, um, I think the best thing is like, yeah, after being a startup and staying for, for example, it's your first year, you knew for sure one investor, two investors that are you're wanting to build relationships with them. Some journalists that you uh, that they wrote about you, or you're wishing them to write about you. So first thing, download the app of the event. Search for those people in the app. Maybe you'll find them attending too. And if you find them, just ping them. Tell them my booth will be at that day at this time. So please pass by me. I'll be very interested. Or even just go and uh, try to meet them wherever they have a talk or, or or a speech. It's it's a very good thing, and we found it. Um, really converting into very big leads and those people going to those events they paid money to attend so they really want to get something out of it Uh, they really want to talk to you they really want to get the biggest value and the biggest leverage of the money that they spent as you want as well
1: so you guys all know who you want to talk to before you're at the event
0: essentially yeah Uh, sometimes yes sometimes no Uh, now you have
3: some also good surprise some unexpected and surprise, oh, that's <laughs> good. and that's great too. I think, like, uh, recently, I mean, for this event, uh, now more and more there are opportunities to attend, like, a, to, to be a speaker uh, during the event, or to organize your own lab during the event where you can invite special guest and this i mean for us it's been very uh, productive and very good to do that to uh, to handle the event like it's not a, only about having a booth it's also be uh, having this opportunity to speak and develop your visibility and to gather your your leads within a, a lab
2: i think what uh, halal was saying is, uh, is true is that today i mean just having a booth at an event is not sufficient. What you need to ensure, there are a lot of programs now where you know all the booths are uh, together either through a major company who is uh, gathering uh, a lot of companies which are sharing the same values. Uh, that can be uh, the French tech in the CS. Uh, that can be the regions. That can be uh, La Poste or a major company. Uh, You need to identify, there are a lot of programs like that, so you need to attend uh, that there are contests uh, you can be selected from and and that's actually, you need to identify what contest makes sense for you, where you want to be displayed, for example, VivaTech, we had a chance at that time on, on our side to be selected by LVMH, so we were under the LVMH pavilion, even if we are not linked to LVMH. But we had a product that were fitting their uh, their style and, and for us that was a tremendous help because it, it drove us a lot of attention. We had a lot of leads which came uh, with the Hub Institute, we had a lot of uh, the CEO of uh, the Accor Group who came. So, I mean, you have a lot of leads which are coming that we will never had uh, if we had just a booth in the middle of the... Of the show. So that happened in the CS, in the Web Summit, yeah. in Vivatech, all of those organizations and, uh, and events. They have that type of organization. And I think, as startups, you cannot emerge if you're just alone. So you need to ensure you can participate to a larger group, which will bring actually attention and where all the leads and the big uh, leads you're looking for actually will come to the event and will be driven to you.
1: That's very interesting. We've talked, obviously, about CES, about Web Summit. VivaTech, obviously, is the event that's kind of comparable in France. Um, and so now you're saying that you have to kind of navigate all the different sub-events within an event to find out where you should place yourself. How do you guys go about doing that, though? Because when I went to VivaTech, I can't even imagine what it's like at CES. It's a zoo. There's so many different opportunities. How do you identify the one that makes the most sense for you?
3: Um, I mean, for us, I think, like... Uh, Okay, I think like the first time we attend each event, we didn't manage it very properly. Second time, we are more aware of, okay, where to be, uh, like for VivaTech and make sure you're you're scheduled on some uh, tours, because there are many like corporate tours going from booth to booth, and this is also something very important. yeah it's it's a lot of uh, preparation and I think like now how we we, we put more work about uh, listing which kind of event we want to attend and to uh, networking with other startups to to understand better okay how should we organize ourselves for this special event? what do you recommend? It's not only because there is this, uh, advertising for a new uh, trade show it's like okay, but you need to know. OK, to have some uh, feedback from people who, who was on the straight show uh, previously.
0: Yeah, you know, Roxanne, when you're going under Star Trek or in Viva Tech, for example, under La Poste or going for uh, the Web Summit for the Alpha, Beta and, yeah. uh, and growth uh, tracks, uh, when you're doing these things, um, you start building relationships within the, the ecosystem of the event. And the next year, when you're going back, you'll be invited for specific events so all those events they have invite only events that they just invite the people that they feel that those people can add value to other entrepreneurs and to investors and to media when they will be attending so those guys invite you back again and uh, let you go to those investors only event media only mm-hmm. event and it really adds uh, very yeah. big value in that and you know the relations you build like anna my co-founder uh, she had a c-level to just like double what was said that um, uh, a sea level of an airline just passed by and uh, he told her yeah i like what you're doing guys uh, let's talk and he's the one who's the next day followed up with an email let's uh, talk and let's uh, do something in our relationship so yeah it's 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 perfectly uh, uh, easy when you start building real relationships with people who you add value to them and you add value to um, and they add value to you.
1: Very interesting. So it sounds like you don't even get the most out of the event the first year. You have to come back a second yeah. <laughs> That's a very good trick. Um, now I'm wondering, what's your opinion on... There's kind of this, this general opinion within the ecosystem. I've heard this a lot from different people, entrepreneurs, investors. But people have told me, if you're attending events, you're not building your company. What do you guys have to say to that? Khaled, I'm going to start with if you. If you're attending events... You're not building your company.
0: Uh, Yeah, um, this is something that I've been very, uh, like, mm, not liking, uh, that's going around in the ecosystem, uh, as the people tend to sit on desks more than going around. If we remember, like, since 2006, 2007, an entrepreneur is known for going around all the time, they don't sit down. Uh, Because actually we work, we work in the bathroom, we work in our rooms, (laughs) we work every single place at every single moment of the day. So um, uh, actually uh, three days in a year is not something that no one will lose, especially if you had uh, the biggest investor that you can talk to. Like we talk to international investors that we will never be able to see in our life. If we were sitting somewhere else, maybe here, <laughs> <at> they can <laughs> find them passing by uh, presidents and the government officials and stuff like that. But you will never be able to meet this very big name just passing by you and taking a picture with him, giving him your card or taking his card is, is a treasure that you will never be able to get anywhere. Yeah. So I'm not into sitting down on a chair. I like to be mingling around, seeing what's what's been going around in the world.
3: Yeah, I think uh, I agree. I think it's not black or white. You need to balance between like growing and building your team and, and your company, but also, yes, uh, go out, meet people, get feedback and meeting like investors, other startups, um, your your clients, I think you need to balance. You can't do because otherwise you, you can not do only, only one or the other.
2: Yeah, on my side, I, I'm a bit surprised by that uh, comment on, uh, you know, attending a fair is not uh, building your company. I think, you know, as Khaled was saying, you know, being on your, on your desk is not building your company. Uh, you do a lot of theory, uh, you're with yourself and you're very happy. I think attending a, a show, at least for us, and we are a hardware company, um, for us it, it's giving us a lot of feedbacks actually. Uh, we are we are putting the product in front of the clients. Uh, it gives us a lot, a lot of feedbacks on, you know, what is what is good, what can be improved, uh, we, can, we can also get feedbacks on, you know, what is the, the fit with the market uh, that things, you know, one year, two years before launching your product which are essential, actually. And it helps you actually to correct a few things, to improve and to be able actually to launch a product, which will really be uh, into a market fit. So you have to put your product in front of your consumers and clients. Mm. If you don't do that, actually, you're just going to do a, a good idea. Uh, I think, you know, an entrepreneur has to be listening actually to the market and that's what you you have to do. And being in these shows, of course, you cannot attend any show and, you know, just focus on shows. It's like for me, it's like the the contest and having prizes. Uh, You know, as an entrepreneur, there are so many shows, so many contests you can do, you know, all your year spending time on that. So, of course, you cannot do that as an entrepreneur. But I think if you focus on one or two events a year, which are really focused into your company, that's something which is super interesting. If I take my case, you know, uh, if I take the CS, if I take VivaTech, I've been able, as I was saying, to meet people, I would have it would have taken me, I don't know, two years maybe, or even, I would never have met them, uh, just to sit with them. You know, we had uh, in VivaTech, we had uh, all the executive committee of uh, the Accor uh, Hotel Group with uh, Sébastien Bazin, who came with the Hub Institute. Uh, you know, we had the chance to talk to them, to, to work with them. We had Mr. Uh, uh, Antoine Arnault, who came at the booth. We have François de the, the, the perfumer from Dior, who came at our booth. All those people, they're very difficult to grab, mm. very difficult to get. And actually, you know, just in a few time in DCS, we had all the direction of the Marriott Hotel who came uh, to our booth. We had the, the innovation director of, of Air France. You have people at very, very high levels who are coming actually to those places to see what's happening, to see the innovation. They are on a state of mind which is, you know, open to meet with young people companies, which they have no time to do when they are behind their desk, you know, handling everyday business. So I think I mean, for me, you know, we did two times the CS, one time the VivaTech. I mean, that was a tremendous help for the company to get feedbacks from the clients and also to meet uh, our uh, business partners. So wow. I mean, for us, you know, I, I would spend, you know, this 15,000 euro uh, twice uh, with no, no problem.
3: Yeah. I agree, and uh, I would say, like even like about like uh, like in, in your in in tech. I mean, uh, a big part of your team. If it's a tech team, they spend most of their de- their day behind their desk. And as I know that each time we participate to a trade show, I always uh, invite some people of my tech team, like to come and attend the trade show and just get out of behind their desk and meet people, meet other startups, see confront themselves to the c- potential clients to other. Uh, product, I think it's a nice opportunity also.
1: Great, well, it sounds like you guys are almost unanimous (laughs) with how you (laughs) see this, and also to keep things kind of balanced, not do only events. Obviously, if you're only doing events, potentially, then you're not building your company. You're not going
3: anywhere, yeah, Yeah, for sure. But now
1: I have a follow-up question, because you guys have talked a lot about the importance of meeting people, and it sounds like, actually, I'm like you had a very successful VivaTech with some of the names that you mentioned, but I'm wondering, because there's also a trend towards more private, intimate uh, events, kind of invite-only dinners, there's even this trend kind of towards more holiday-style events. People go kite surfing and wakeboarding. Yeah, and I don't know what to get. does yeah. that actually right? so much. We were yeah. in one of them. Okay, well, tell me about that. Is that actually contributing potentially more to relationship building, or is it the same?
0: Yeah. You know, the KPIs of corporates, like all of us we know, we were in corporates one day. Uh, so the KPIs of the people working in corporates are very different. They have very different deadlines. They have very different things. So when you just pop up in their inbox asking for, hello, I'm whoever, I want to pitch, whatever. They would just not feel that nice. So um, I think when they are relaxed, when they are taking the time actually by their corporate to go dedicated to do something, which is relationship building, adding real value uh, or getting things that can add real value. uh, the, The acquisitions are not something far everyone see acquisitions as farthing or investors investments as farthing um, we had decisions of investment just by the first thing when the people like your idea and then they like you because you comes before um, you come really before everything because if they cannot deal with you if you're not they're not happy to deal with you in a relaxed environment maybe a, a sky surfing or like sea surfing or uh, playing some football Uh, or doing some regatta, uh, I think um, they will not like doing business with you. So I think this is how...
3: You guys agree? Yeah, I'm a bit more uh, mitigated about that. It's true that there are more and more like uh, uh, side events about like skiing, skysurfing, surfing, uh, surfing. And I think it depends on uh, who are your targets. For this uh, event, and I mean now, me, I, I mean before to subscribe, I ask for the guest list who will uh, actually attend, and I feel for <coughs> some of them, it, they tend to send more and more. It's like a, how to say it's like a bonus for some of their team. Like our buyer at Adelong is more like uh, CMO and CDO, but most of the time it's not the CMO or the CDO. Uh, of a client who is attending the surfing or skiing event, they will send someone of their team, but who won't be ultimately the person able to prescribe our solution or make a decision. So I think it it depends, but it's true. Those CMO or CDO, they would more attend, I don't know, like cocktails or other kind of side events. Interesting. Emmerich?
2: Well, I think, you know, in uh, in business, uh, of course, work is important, but relationship is important as well. Uh, and I think it's very important to, to balance like everything in life, actually, and be able to, to see people also on the other side. You, you make business with human beings. Uh, and actually, sometimes it's good to be able to to be with people in a different environment, to be able to surf, to ski. I think sometimes CEOs actually, they, they like also that. Uh, and, uh, and I think that's a trend which is mainly coming from the US uh, also. I think in France we are really uh, you know, business focused and uh, I think in the US people are more into entertaining, into do, doing business a little bit aside of a classical uh, office or uh, being in a, in a fair. And for me that's positive, uh, it's also sharing some values, it's uh, you know, meeting people. I think most of the time in, in my life I've seen you, know, you do business uh, not at your desk uh so that's why I think you have to go out that
1: well
2: that's i think <laughs> as it an entrepreneur you yeah. always think about yeah. your business uh, you, you dream about it so all your life actually is uh, is focused on your your company um but meeting other people you know uh, as you say you, you will meet people at uh, you know having a drink you will have uh, people uh, skiing uh, surfing uh, that's I think areas where you can create a specific bound maybe you will not do business at a time and that's not important you will you know uh, plant a seed, and that seed actually create a relationship, that relationship create the opportunity to have a second call to trust uh, you. in a more professional way, to have a trust, to, to, to just to start, start to establish actually a link with somebody who is in a company that might interest you. I think so- somebody told me, you know, when you attend a fair, there are a lot of people, you know, sometimes they come to your booth and, well, they, they, they are not related to your company, industry, etc. So, people say, you know, don't spend time with them. I think at the end of the day, you never know who is in front of you. And sometimes you don't know what the wife is doing, or the husband is doing, or the brother is doing. And maybe the brother is the CEO of a major company you're looking for. Uh, so I think in life, actually, you know, encounters are very um, important, meeting people, and, and you, you should not, you know, prevent from, you know, just meeting with somebody, exp- explain your, your business, having a good relationship, no matter if it's in business or not business. At the end of the day, it may come back uh, in uh, an opportunity, which is, a, a, yeah, which is a, 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 an opportunity for your company.
1: Well, I'm going to end on the extreme event that goes in the complete opposite direction, which is Burning Man. And essentially, it's the exact opposite of a trade show, of a conference, of everything that you will. Um, have any of you been to Burning Man before?
0: No, we weren't.
3: No. I regret I had... You regret? To Why? To, uh, no, I, I had uh, many times the opportunities to go. I used to live in San Francisco, so many of uh, our friends there were organizing groups, going all together to Burning Man, even creating their own, like, in the installation. And I don't know, I didn't go. I mean, if uh, uh, I was going back, I, I would definitely go. I think it's a great event. And here it's really, like, and also because it's in the U.S. Uh, culture, like, to meeting and, and mingling with people uh, at such a parallel uh, topic. Like it's not about business, it's about creativity, music, and, and people mingle a, a lot and everybody's going to Burning Man. Um, maybe there are less of that in, uh, in France for now, but maybe it's coming. And so companies in the US
1: even go as far as to give vacation days just yeah. for Burning Man. You get bur- actually burn days, yeah. I yeah. think. Bur- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Burning
0: yeah, days. Uh, actually, the PR buzz, like uh, you just mentioned, that the invite-only events, and what we love about it, that the events, they tend to be very secretive about it. They don't seek from it something, from PR, so they don't want to be bragging that they're getting VIPs and celebrities and, and others around, so uh, this is something that we really liked about uh, uh, those invite-only events and the secretive uh, thing about it, that it really... they get people who really will add value to each other, rather than the serendipity be like that much. A serendipity can be in a restaurant. When you're sitting down, we had a couple of, like here in Paris, we were sitting down, we had a couple of American uh, seniors uh, sitting beside us. We built a very nice relationship, and then it turns out that, yeah, exactly, as Marine said, like the son is working in a very big company, uh, and uh, he's a C-level in that company. So they were like, ah, oh, we would love to meet you one day when you come to US. So it would be something really added value, not in the moment, maybe in the future, Yeah, we tend just to be um, a little bit uh, cautious in the PR buzz that some events are wanting to uh, produce uh, rather than getting real value to the startup.
1: Great. Well, guys, it's been wonderful. I think for all the startups that are listening to this, we've covered a lot of ground, uh, whether it be protecting your product when you enter an event, preparing it, not going to every event there is out there, obviously, but also spending the time to go to those events that you really can get uh, quality and value from. Um, so I really want to thank you all for being here today. Thank Emery, you, for, um, Alain and Clemence, thanks, guys. Thank you, Thank you very much. Really, it's been super great. All right, thanks a lot for listening to this episode. If you liked it, give us many, many stars and feel free to recommend it to your friends. Also, make sure to follow us and not to miss out on our future episodes. We are available on all your usual podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Deezer, and TuneIn. All right, everyone, see you soon.